The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now I'm joined by Ashling O'Reilly from Off the Ball to talk about the weekend sport, and we'll uh, go uh, back a few hours first of all to uh, Mona McSharry and some disappointment for her. Yeah, the Sligo native. She bowed out of the women's 200 metre breaststroke at the semi-final stage and she closed out the event then ranked 15th in the world, which I suppose will be disappointing for her. She was fifth in the the 100 metre breaststroke final on Tuesday. She secured an Olympic qualification time, which was great. And she did start the, the, the race strongly. She was in the mix in fifth place at the 150 mark, but I think it changed from... Those around her just saw her eight by 200 metres. Now, she was faster than her heat swim. Um, she swam at 226.59 and she was up one place in the rankings. But she just spoke afterwards, Pat, and she just said that she was, you know, a bit confused. She needed to mm. watch the race back. She needed to look at the splits and and see what happened and where it went wrong. But Mind you, if you're faster than your heats. Yeah, she felt it went better yeah. than, than the morning. She felt that inner swim as well. She spoke about that after. And yeah, she was just all a bit confused and, and wondered what happened for her so yeah she'll be she'll be back in the water now on Saturday for the 50 metre breaststroke heat which is a non-Olympic event Now talk to me about the girls in green because uh, we had that disappointment an early goal all the excitement against Canada and then on either side of half time I mean it for the men I remember years ago it used to be that fatal trap they'd be looking good maybe one up and then concentration goes just coming up to half time and then they come out and the other team, of course, have had the pep talk. Yeah. And they've had the, early, the goal just coming up to halftime. So they come out like tigers. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened. I know. It, it felt like as Irish, sometimes we can be guilty of getting carried away. And when we got that early goal after four minutes from Katie McCabe, it came from a corner. It was an unbelievable strike. We wanted a moment in this World Cup and we got that moment, which is great. But ultimately, we went on to, to lose by, by 2-1 in the end. And look, it, it did come down to maybe not getting the rub of the green at times. You know, yeah. their goal there just came before half time. It was from Megan Connolly who just slipped and she just deflected the goal in into the back of the net. It was an own goal in the end. And then their second goal was well taken. Leon yeah. took it. She's an unbelievable player and it was a great goal. But it just makes you think that the what ifs, because we played on the front foot, we played with energy. It was brilliant to see. It was a bit of a change from the style of play against Australia. So there's so many positives to take out of it. But now, the conditions were brilliant. terrible. Yes. Um, so uh, it's hard to, to judge. But a lot of our passing in the latter stages seemed to go astray. And that was it. It, it wasn't what the, the style of play we saw in the first half. And that was unfortunate. Mm. But Canada just came out and they were raring to go. And the times you don't want to concede are the end of the first half and the start of the second half. And that's exactly what mm. happened. And it just killed momentum. So you have to ask yourself, what do FIFA know about the rankings? Because we were neck and neck with uh, Australia. We were beaten um, by that penalty. Uh, so you'd say, well, we're there or thereabouts to the Australians. Where are they ranked in the world? Australia are 10th. Okay, and we are ranked 20, 22nd. 22nd. So we're neck and neck with them. And then the the, the Nigerians are ranked 40th. 40th. Yeah. And they beat the <laughs> Aussies who were neck and neck with us 3-2. Yeah, you can't read much into the FIFA rankings, no. that's for sure. And I think we probably did a little bit when we talked about our group and the Nigeria game was the one to target. Well, Ireland play Nigeria on Monday and I really think it's going to be an extremely tough game. We saw yeah. the power, the physicality that they showed against Australia. It was 3-0 for the best part of that game and the end it ended up 3-2 and with that goal, the late goal for, for Australia came in, in injury time there was 11 minutes of injury time yeah. as well so that'll tell you everything about that game And the game. Nigerians will be highly motivated um, we are 
saving face in this match we hope to get a result out of the match because we can't proceed we can't proceed and they have everything to play for so it's going to be a very tough game it'll be interesting to see how how Vera sets up if she will give maybe girls a run that maybe a chance in this World Cup that haven't got a run I don't really see that happening I see her starting with the, the normal starting team and maybe she'll start to bring in the changes a little bit earlier but Look, it'd be great to to end on a high. All right, Croker. Yeah, Sunday. Big one. Back to the future. <laughs> yes, Kerry Dublin. You know, it's it's always epic when these two sides meet. You know, it it's it's always very interesting. The last time they met was last year's All Ireland semi final. Shawnee O'Shea kicked the free kick into the hill to win it, and Kerry finally got over the dubs. And that was a monkey off their back that day, Pat. And I think they'll take a lot of confidence going into this All Ireland final. But anything that we know about the Dubs is that they, they don't roll over easy. They're very hard bet and it'll be interesting to see how it goes. It'll probably come down to the big players on the day, the likes of Conor Callahan up front for, for Dublin. You have David Clifford at the other end for Kerry. If these big players step up on the day, who has the best game? It probably will come to, come down to that, who takes their chances and the midfield battle. You know, that is probably a really interesting one. You have Dermot O'Connor and Jack Barry for Kerry. You have Brian Fenton and James McCarthy. What an unbelievable stalwart for for Dublin. He played since 2011. His first All-Ireland was against Kerry and here he is all these years later playing again. So it'll probably come down to that midfield battle. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Dublin uh, decide to handle Clifford because he is like Quicksilver. Yes, he is. It's very hard to, to mark him. How do you mark him nowadays? Because of the mark as well has come into the game. So you'd often not think... Not sure I like the mark. No, I don't I don't enjoy the attacking mark whatsoever, Pat. Not at all. Like the, the whole idea of taking on your, your player is sort of gone out of the game if you can take a mark. And also for the defender, what they're good at. You know, if they, they don't know whether yeah. to get out in front to stop the mark or do they step back yeah. in case they... I mean, in rugby, you've got the mark defensively mm. and that works fine. You know, someone takes a great ball, yeah. uh, marks it and then they get their free, which that's fine. Yeah, and the mark from the middle of the field is quite good in GA. You know, it promotes that long ball, the kick out. I, I enjoy that. It's great to see someone fielding the ball from from midfield. But the attacking mark, I'm not overly sold on. But Clifford will have a massive say come yeah. come Sunday. And if he's on form, Kerry will definitely. Yeah, do you feel get over very strange? Uh, you know, in July, having we've already had the hurling final, and we're now into the football final, and it it, it almost kind of it can slip past virtually. Yeah, I think it, the problem is probably having the finals back to back. So we've, we're just over the All-Ireland hurling final. You know, we're still seeing the celebrations in Limerick, yeah. but now we're getting ready for the football. So I do think if you had a week in between, that would be great. But having it in July, I am a fan because I'm a club player myself, yeah. Pat. So <laughs> I'm coming from that angle. It's great to, to get the, the county players back in with us. It's the same in my club. We like to see the girls coming back in for our own team and, and the same on the men's side of things. So it's great that way. But And even the players, they get to have a holiday and everything too. All right. And, and of course, the Ladies Gaelic Football Association semi-finals are on this weekend as well. They are indeed, yeah. So it's Kerry versus Mayo, 5pm and Cork versus Dublin at 7.30pm. That's in Semple Stadium. Thurless on Saturday. I'm heading along to those games. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Kerry and Mayo, it's always a, a massive battle there. I think Ke- Kerry probably will come out on top and then Cork and Dublin it's uh, always a battle with them as well. It's yeah. hard to call this year, but it'll probably be a, a Kerry, Kerry Dublin All-Ireland is what I'm going to call, Pat. Uh, hopefully, and another Kerry Dublin All-Ireland, <laughs> right? Hopefully entertaining games in store. Ashling O'Reilly from Off The Ball, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.